0: and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel and I'm Erin and we're here to keep it real raw and what it means to be the confident woman.
1: All right, ladies, thanks for listening to another episode of the Confident Woman Podcast. Today, we have Linda Stevens joining us. She holds a master's degree in clinical nutrition, a competitive IFBB figure pro, certified personal trainer, and she has a program called midlife mastery helping women live their best life beyond 40 50 60 70 80 till till the yeah. end i assume so <laughs> so awesome so thanks for hanging out with us today i i'm excited about this cuz i feel like you never think you're going to age or get older and as that mm-hmm. starts creeping up i'm like i got to start thinking about a lot of these things so, so true so true <laughs> so that's awesome so i assume you started midlife mastery Obviously, fitness is a big part of your life, health, yes. fitness, all that kind of stuff. And so probably never a big issue, right, for you, but you probably noticed a lot of other women your age were being like, slowing down, you want to keep moving, is my guess. So I guess, <laughs> well, how did you get started, like, noticing there's a big need for the women in this age group to have some some structure so we don't unravel. I'm 36, and I'm already unraveling, so. Oh, you're a baby.
0: thanks. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
1: You're a baby.
2: (laughs) That's great. I love that. I'm like, God, to would be 36 again.
0: I know. I know.
2: (laughs) That would be so nice. (laughs) So, you know, it all sort of manifested itself when I started just personal training just for a side gig. Mm -hmm. Make a little extra money for babysitters and manicures and things like that, you know, so I didn't have to dip into the family funds. And then, you know, women started coming to me, asking me, how do I lose weight? Because I've always, being a competitor, I've always been in decent shape, even in my off season. So people notice that, you know, you walk around, you're your own billboard. So I started just helping random people with some nutrition. And I ended up going back to school to get a degree in it because I just felt like I really enjoyed that piece of it. Like, it's very interesting when you eat something and ingest it, then what happens? And a lot of people don't think about that, right? It's just the flavor and the taste and what they crave and what they want. So I went back up my degree and started pursuing more nutrition because as you both know, if they go hand in hand, they, the old expression, you can't out train a bad diet. So Mm -hmm. then it just started, yeah, it just started to, it just started to snowball. And I, I started helping more women over 40, given that I was, I am one was one. I mean, I'm over 50 now, but it just, it adds credibility. Women will come to me that are over 40, 50, 60 and say, look, I need someone that gets it because I working with someone who's, who's 30 something doesn't understand me working with a, a guy doesn't understand me. And they, you know, they want to be able to say things like, you know, yes. I'm, in, I'm in my cycle. I'm bloated. I feel terrible. And and we understand that a guy is going to be like, just push through it. But yes. we as women are like, okay, I, I know how you feel. So let's just warm up a little bit extra. Let's, you know, and 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 women appreciate that. So, and it's just sort of taken off and there really aren't, I follow a fair amount of people that talk about the space, like Dr. Sarah Gottfried and some other people, but there's really nobody working like one-on-one with people and offering them solutions or supplements or movements or support accountability. So
1: I think that, that age group too, is just. It, it, it's easy to come up with a lot of excuses too. Like men, right. They're, they're valid. They're real things, but there's still ways to work around that. Right. And to right. Uh, kind of bridge that gap. Cause I know, you know, women in my family that are like, Oh, that's just the way it is. You reach this age, you hit menopause, you get fat. That's it. And <laughs> that's just how it is. Right. And it, it doesn't have to be apparently. And there's ways to out train it. Um, and I like that you went back to school for nutrition too. Cause I, I feel like I'm the person right now too. Expe- I'm okay, eight months pregnant though, so I'm definitely eating a lot. For I'm trying to eat healthy, but I'm also definitely eating for like something to make me feel happy. <laughs> um, I, I was there <laughs> close, so I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and so um, I guess so. Like understanding, I would imagine when you take that deep dive and learn about ingredients, what's in our food, and what it does to your body, it probably makes it a lot easier to refrain from some of these things when you really understand what they do to your body.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, women don't realize, I think sometimes too, how the things that they eat or not eating enough or eating sporadically, like not just what you eat, but how you eat, when you eat, all those things really affect your body and your shape. So, If you're trying to lose weight, you've got to be more consistent with your eating. If you're trying to build muscle, maybe you need to eat more protein, you know, depending on what your goal is, but but eating is so important. It's, you know, it's not eating, eating's not bad. Yeah. You know, when, when, in Eating carbs are not bad. It just depends on which ones and when you eat them. I mean, so there's just in a lot of, in most people I have to say, don't understand that. So, and they get confused and then they just give up. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah that, hundred times. <laughs> that, that was me and my journey forever and ever and ever. And I swear it's like, you know, getting into bodybuilding and fitness actually helped undo some of that damage that I had caused for myself because of all the myths and beliefs around, you know, food and nutrition. And and we get that scare tactic, uh, you know, diet, we hear that diet and we're just like, Oh, crap. What do we got to give up? What, you know, you got to white knuckle it and you like, think restriction. You're like, okay, well diet, I've done them all. I'm going to fail. So it's kind of like that mentality, the defeatist mentality going into it. But, you know, I like that you just mentioned, you, know, you really put the emphasis on nutrition mm-hmm. and you know, how much food is not the enemy. It's the, it's the lack of education and understanding of how our diets play into the results and goals that we are ultimately after to achieve. So yeah, I love that. You know, you and I can definitely relate to that. Being, mean, in, you know, former competitors, but getting to that place of recognizing the food choices we make and how they actually are meant to build the solid foundation, which we call our body.
2: Definitely. And, you know, women over 40 and beyond, because that sort of encompasses everyone, but we can't do things the way we did in our 20s and 30s. I mean, in our 20s, you know, we were partying, drinking, staying out late, getting up early to go to work. When I think about how I lived at, at one point, I'm like, I could never do that now. No, I mean, you know, I worked in New York City for a long time and you know, we'd be out till one, two in the morning, I'd get home, go to bed, literally get up at like five to get back on a train to go back to New York City. And I did it, but I would never be able to do that now. I mean, it's I can't I'm yawning at nine o'clock, 830. Yeah. So Lifestyle has to change, you know, and the way that we eat and drink, you know, alcohol is a big thing. And I'm really focusing on even doing a whole little info webinar on just women over 40 and alcohol consumption and what it really does our bodies and how it's toxic and estrogen can pile up and detox and all that. So women don't get it. And when I can get a woman to either cut back or stop altogether, they're like, wow, I feel so much better. My skin's not dry. I sleep better. I don't wake up feeling, you know, that cotton mouth or hot flashes while you sleep because red wine is brutal and alcohol in general. So, you know. That's disappointing. (laughs) I know. it's, But you know what? You feel so much better. And it really you know, and Rachel knows this too. It just, it goes to how you, I, I like in golf. I don't really play golf, but I do love to watch it. But I like to use a golf analogy. It's like the back nine. It's like, you know, we live the, live the first nine holes, but now the second round of nine holes, you got to play that a little bit differently so that you can still feel vibrant, sexy, confident, good, strong. I am woman, hear me roar. Like that's how it should be. But we've just got to tweak some things now in, in a different phase of life
0: to feel, feel good and optimal. Right. So it's not like you're giving up your life as in like, you can't have fun and socialization and do all the things that you used to find that joy in your twenties and thirties, but it's like finding different ways to incorporate in a healthier manner to, to make you feel just good from the inside out. And you know, the priority right there is from the inside out. And I think, you know, as we're aging, we're realizing that our exterior doesn't necessarily match our interior for the wants and, and desires of what we're looking after. So, you know, working with you in that capacity is like, you're trying to make the external a reflection of the inside. And so you technically feel the way you look inside. And so it's like this, this cohesiveness and so it's a holistic approach from the inside out.
2: Yeah, definitely. And once women grasp this, because they've been through a lot of, like you said, different diets, they've mm-hmm. tried keto, they've tried this, they've tried that. And What I tell them is I'm not going to give you a diet. Like we're not dieting. We're going to change your lifestyle. Like this is how you need to live now. We're going to get you into the routine of eating a certain way, you know, and not to say that you can't have a burger if that's your thing or a piece of pizza ever again. But for right now, let's focus on doing things differently. And then when you get to a, a weight loss goal or whatever the goal is for that person, then when you get there, then it's like okay, now we've we've tweaked your metabolism so it's efficient. So now you're you're metabolizing food for fuel and if you have a little something extra, you're just going to metabolize it. You're not going to put it on your butt or your hips or your gut or back of your arms or wherever you carry your fat. So it's just really getting their bodies to learn how to use food for fuel. And then it's okay. Like you can have a brownie once in a while. You can have a piece of pizza. You can have a burger. It's like, it's not as if you can never enjoy things again, but for right now, let's just make your metabolism that fine-tuned machine so that when you do have a little something extra, it's just, you know, you use it. It's burned up. It's not stored.
0: Right. It's like the icing on the cake literally. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of going to give a little bit of a quick backstory here be- for the listeners here is when I was kind of in that point and I heard, what well, do you mean? I can only have like one piece of pizza and like one burger and one brownie, like sporadically, like that just <laughs> doesn't seem like living. But let me tell you, when you do the work and you get to that point, it's not, you You actually don't crave those things that you used to. And I mean i I used to prior to me like changing my whole lifestyle and everything i would I would easily eat like. Three, four slices of pizza. Now I'm mm-hmm. actually very content with just one because it's like it doesn't give that FOMO that I can't have it again. But right. yeah, my body is already satisfied from all the other nutrients that I've put in my my body. So it's not saying, hey, we're lacking these other things. So we need to eat more pizza because we're filling up these energies and you know, the the cravings and whatever else that we're lacking. So it's almost like filling that void, kind of like you know, when you eat McDonald's or something and you scarf down the the, the value meal. Yeah. And right after, you're hungry again. So it's right. it's the whole pur- purpose of really rehabbing your metabolism, getting it up to speed, fueling your body with you know whole holistic, healthy, nutrient dense foods. So you can sprinkle in those things that you crave, and you don't even bat an eye at it, and you don't have to go overwork to you know negate the calories that you took in because you've actually have the solid foundation. So it's kind of like. What's that analogy, uh, you know, when you, uh, strive to hit the bullseye, like hundred percent of the time you're going to miss, but if you're striving to hit at 80, you know, you're going to hit it. Right. So there's Mm -hmm. still that, that difference and it's not about that perfection. So when people hear that, that can also be like, oh, great. Another diet, another diet. Right. right? So I love that you talk about that because it's so important to really stress the factors that this isn't for the long haul, that you can't ever have Mm -hmm. these things again. In fact, the goal is to have more of them more frequent and more often as much as you like, but you're going to find the difference is You're not going to want them as much as often as often either. I, I,
2: right. And when you get, when I get a client to the like I have a woman, she started around 168 and now she's about 127 and it's her before and after is insane. And I love using it and it's on my Instagram page, but just this past weekend, she said, you know, she did her check in and I said, why don't you go? What do you want to have this weekend? I want you to have a cheat meal. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm sure. She's like, oh, you know, I said, have a burger and have some fries and pick pick your day when you're going to have it. I said, I want you to check your weight before you have it. Check your weight the next day after you have it. And then just send me both numbers. I'm curious to see. Because she was stuck a little bit on a plateau. She was sitting right at 129 and she really wanted to get under it. And I was cutting stuff and doing this and increasing cardio and she was just stuck there. So she texted me yesterday and said, um, What'd she say? It was 129 point something on Saturday. And yesterday morning, she was 127.8. So I'm like, Yes. But I'm like, Your body just, you, you know, your metabolism needed more food. It slowed down and it was just holding on to what you were giving it. But giving it more food, she's at that point now where her body was like, Yes took in the food, burned it up and she dropped, you know, a couple pounds after eating a burger and fries. That's
1: so, what I'm talking
2: about. <laughs> so that's a perfect example. That's in some people get there faster. Some people slower, you know, it's everybody's different, yeah. but, but it works. And I see it with myself too. So it's, it's, food is not bad like people need to eat, but they have this idea in their head that they need to either skip meals or You know, but then they're starving and they eat their face off, and then they're you know they're depressed and they throw in the towel, and it's just
0: yeah, it's that that cycle that that we just keep you know in in uh, I actually for me I refer to it as a cycle of self abuse because when you're not giving your body and it's not just of the food, but when you're not giving yourself what it needs, you're denying it and you're you're neglecting it, and so neglect is a form of abuse that you are self you're like self sabotaging, and so right, I mean so it's like so we have to look at food and nutrition as a form of self-care. So if we're going, you know, doing all the pampering and the manicures and the pedicures and all the, all the things that are typical self-care, but if you're not fueling your body with what it actually needs to care to live and breathe and be, and have quality of sleep and all the things that you need to get through your day. Well, you gotta really, you gotta like take an aerial view of what is happening in your life and those become those habits. And so, you know, working with you, obviously I I mean, when you, when you're talking about that story, I'm over here thinking, oh, she's going to be about like 126, 127 after that cheeseburger
2: and spot on. It was awesome. So, you know, it's, it is, it's so important for women to really understand that like, you know, we're very caught up in like fillers and boats. Well, not, it's not Aaron, but you know, fillers (laughs) and Botox, but you know, and doing all these things, lip fillers and, you know, getting the gray out of our hair and just all those things. It's like, okay, that's awesome. But Give your, give your nutrition, your health, your wellness, that much attention too. Mm -hmm. you know, people will sometimes when they call me and say, Hey, I want to work with you. What does it cost? What's entailed? And I give them, you know, I tell them about everything and then I give them the costs. And then you get the little pregnant pause. Sometimes I can always tell with people, I get people that are like, fine, (laughs) sign me up. I'm ready. And then I get the people, you get the the little, you know, dead air for like, you know, 20 (laughs) seconds. But I always tell them, like, look, you have to invest in your health because what you put into it now is going to pay dividends on the other side. You're out of the doctor's office. You're not taking prescriptions. You know, you're sleeping better. Maybe you cruise through menopause easier. If you have less body fat going into menopause, you'll have less, you know, symptoms, hot flashes, night sweats, all those things. So I'm like, it's worth the investment now because you're going to save so much on the other side. But, and some people get it. And then some people just don't and then sometimes they come back around after a little bit or but people it's funny how we'll invest money in things in certain things but then when it comes to your own health or your own well-being is you know people are like well i'm fine i don't really need to do it and i always say be proactive you got to be proactive about your health why wait until you get some kind of diagnosis or something's going on you got to take a medication like why wait to be reactive like do it now and then you don't have to get those messages hopefully
0: Right, Sorry. and it's almost like you know the constant changing of the bandage, right? The dressing. Right. But I mean, eventually you're just going to get tired, and you're like, "Man, I just keep changing this dressing over and over." Basically, the the same uh, analogy of hopping on the next diet or the restriction or this or that, it becomes freaking exhausting. And you know, for me, I mean, I was actually thinking about this the other day. How when I took that step to change my life, it was probably about, I don't know, maybe. uh, roughly nine to 12 weeks worth of hardcore effort going in. And once you start building out a system of habits, I have now been on this for, for, uh, 10 plus years. And I have not dieted other than competition. I have not been on a diet, but prior to that, I think I dieted every, every other day. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't, it was just, oh, and then, you know, there's, there's summer and then there's, oh, and then they've got this thing and, oh, and this thing, right. So you're constantly on this diet train that never gets you to where you want to be, but you have to put the work in up front to get the results that now you can coast through whatever you want to do and achieve. So, yeah, I mean, other than, uh, you know, bodybuilding competitions, I'm, I'm actually at a default that is very healthy and, and sustainable. And to know, I'm like, oh, I haven't been on a diet. And summer's coming up. Hmm. right?
1: Now's the time where everybody is like, so I need, okay, Linda, I need you to debunk two myths for me. Ready? (laughs) I'll
0: do my best.
1: I don't have enough time. I'm too busy. Right. I'm a mom. I got kids. (laughs) I got work. I got this. There's no way I can plan all these healthy meals and work out and all that kind of stuff. Tear it apart.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I have, I'll use another client. I love using examples because it's the easiest way for people to understand. I have a client, Marie, who started with me also in the 160s and is down to like 140 something. And she is a mom, she has three kids. She's a lawyer. So she works back and forth in New York City. She has a dad who's got some health issues and is in and out of the hospital. And She probably isn't, she's probably like the most busy person I know. I think I'm pretty busy, but I think she might even be busier. My kids, I have an 18 and a 21 year old. So they're still needy in their own ways, but it's not like I have to bathe them and feed them and all that. But so she's got little kids and all that, but she makes the time. She's lost 20 some odd pounds. She's changed her eating. She feels amazing. She's tired and stressed, but she's always, she's either, you know, on her Peloton and doing her weight training She's always, she always makes time and she makes time to to prep her food and cook her food or, you know, and she does it, she does it all. And I always tell her, I'm like, I really want to do, I said, I want to do like an Instagram live or something with you at some point, because she is the perfect example of a super duper busy woman, but hmm. she prioritizes it because she wants to look and feel differently because she does, she is, you know, she's, she's able to deal with all the stresses because she's Strong and it it makes you, Rachel knows this too. It you can deal with stuff when you're of sound mind, strong body, you can deal with stuff. Not to say that you're not going to get stressed out and be like, God, how am I going to handle this? But the difference is instead of kind of going off, going down the, the rabbit hole and maybe eating a bag of Doritos or a box of Oreos, you're like, okay, I'm going to go take a walk or I'm going to go do my workout. And I'm going to process this and figure out what my solutions are. And it's, you know, that's what gives you. That's what makes you want to keep going, I think. And when you're when you're busy, but you've, you've got to prioritize it. It's just there's no other way. It's like you wouldn't leave the house without brushing your teeth. So you gotta take care of your body too. We
0: hope right. Not. And and like they say, yeah. I mean, if it if it's a priority, you'll find a way. And if if it's not, you'll make an excuse, Jim Rohn. Yeah. And I yeah. always remember that because it's so important because it's like how many times do we just we're on autopilot? We the words just come out of our mouth without us thinking. We're like, oh, I don't have time. Well, I challenge you that because if you did have time, you know, or, or like it's same situation, say something happened in life. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I'm available. Now I can do this. Or like somebody drops in and is like, Hey, we're going out to uh happy hour with the girlfriends after work. Do you want to come? You're like, oh yeah, but wait, you didn't have the time to go do the things that were necessary to prepare you so that you have the tools and the resources to go into happy hour and manage that. So you don't self-sabotage it. Right. Yeah
1: absolutely I just Yep. Want to get Danny and a chef and all those things but oh, you know just to them all eventually <laughs> um all right second thing second Thanks, thing yeah. to debunk cuz i think this will be fun this might <laughs> be fun for you cuz rachel got kind of, like it's that time of year right it's april so i cannot get through a 10 second scroll without seeing <laughs> summer's coming drop 20 pounds by this time buy this join this this buy this program right it's like that like it's that time of year where summer's coming up Everyone's got a program. Everyone's got something mm-hmm. to help you look like Heidi Klum by June. You know, <laughs> so like, I like that Heidi
2: Klum by June. That, that just
1: you <laughs> <laughs> Um. So tear that apart. So I think I mean, there's a, there's
2: a plethora of things that you can do out there, right? I mean, there's tons of stuff. I guess you have to. The individual has to find what speaks to them and what and what works. And I think you have to do your homework a little bit. You got to check out the person and what their credentials are and then see, you know, see what they're offering. If it's, you know, live on grapefruit for eight weeks and lose, you know, 50 pounds or, you know, it's like, no, that's probably not realistic. Or do, you know, don't eat carbs ever again, just eat protein and fat, or you know, you got to find out what's, what's for, you know, no pun intended. What's the meat of it. What's really involved. Because all those things are usually for a certain time period, right? Like do this for six weeks, or an eight-week challenge, or a ten-week this. Yeah. Then what? Then what happens at that ten weeks? So where I like to differentiate myself is that no, I'm teaching you a lifestyle. Like what I'm teaching you is forever. Like this is forever. It's not until you lose 20 pounds and then, okay, see ya. Thanks for coming by. I loved having you. It's like, you're going to learn.
1: Yeah. Like
2: you're going to learn how to live now because it's the only way and you need to eat all your macronutrients, proteins, carbs, and fats. You can't omit food groups. It doesn't work. We need fats for our hormones. We need carbs to fuel us and fuel muscle. We need protein to build muscle and keep muscle. So you know, you just you have to see. Some programs are legit. There are some really good people yeah. out there that are super smart and that know. And I I follow them and I learn from people. But there's a lot of BS out there. People are looking to just make money. You see the commercials like just take this and you'll be amazing. And it's like, well, it's a little yeah. bit more than popping a supplement, but right. There's no, there's no magic pill. There's no magic supplement. You could take a fat burner, but if you don't get your ass off the sofa, it's not going to work.
0: Right. right. You know. And, yep. yep. And and uh, you know, to top on that is like. Why all diets work is because they create a caloric deficit period. Right. And so once you're so restrictive for the six, eight, 12 week challenge or whatever is, you know, marketing ploys out there, you have to question, okay, so if I restrict, it's because I'm in a caloric deficit, therefore I will lose the weight. However, is it sustainable? And what happens after that twelve weeks? Like you said, do you have a an exit strategy? Do you have a way to to incorporate a lifestyle out of it? And you know, one of the like I just love quotes because they're inspiring to me as well. But something that was really that really hit home for me at the very beginning of my own journey was. You know, I started thinking or coming into it as like flexible dieting was the approach that I started looking into that really had science backing it because it comes from a place of macronutrients. You know, having a well balanced approach to to food and nutrition, and it has that concept which is give a man a fish and you feed him for a day, teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. And that was really what stuck with me. I was like, wait a minute. So this isn't after 12 weeks, I have to go get that next guru, the next pro, the next somebody, if this style, you know, and so I hated the word that they're still dieting in there because that was a really trigger word for me because of all my baggage that came with, with all the diets that in term, they failed me, but technically I failed them, but whatever. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, when you look at it from that perspective, it's like, wait a minute. So you're setting yourself up for life. So why not put in the reps of of doing the work and weigh you know weigh in your odds of like okay so these are the foods that I can eat for life and still have this lifestyle or I can just do this next you know six, 12 week challenge and get on to the next train and I don't know about you but that sounds exhausting because it was to me and I was just like dude just, this got to be a you know an answer to this riddle and so absolutely like you just said, hitting your macronutrients. And so it's so important to focus on that because there's so many myths and beliefs around it that, you know, carbs are carbs are the enemy and fats make you fat and protein. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get so manly and bulky. I, I don't want to look at <laughs> like that. It's
2: like, no, right. Not, no.
0: Right. And all the things that are caught, you know, like detoxing and like the celery juice and this yeah. detox diet and this and that, it's like, you don't need to detox anything. That's what you have organs Easy, for. And I do like celery juice. Well, drink yeah. it. But in addition to your, pizza. yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> but, and that's, and you know what, and it's, it, that's great. Some people will be like, Oh, this is what I'm doing. But they'll still eat yeah. you know, like, right. they'll still the whole Domino's pizza and they're eating ice cream and they're eating this, but I'm drinking celery too. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Have you been following me?
0: <laughs> we took a peek at your Instagram.
1: <laughs> My husband, the other day I was drinking something, I don't know, some <laughs> collagen supplement or something. And He's like, you spend the money on that, but then I know that you're going to go get like a blizzard or something today or whatever, (laughs) like just different stuff. And I said, first off, I'm pregnant back off. Okay. And if you
2: have, I mean, for, even for pregnant women that are listening and including yourself, but I mean, I remember I was there at one point also, my kids are about two and a half years apart, but you know, I was able to, you know, I had someone come in for a couple hours, a couple times a week and I'd go to the gym. I started getting up a little bit earlier before them and did my cardio because I had, you know, I owned cardio equipment. So at least I could do that before they got up. So like, I just found things that I could do so that, you know, in the beginning it's different, your body's got to heal and all that. But once you get clear to move and all that, and then literally my son was born, I pretty much walked off all any pregnancy weight. He would sleep and I'd walk for like an hour and a half, you know, and he would sleep the entire way. So, and then when she came, you know, he would, I had the double stroller and put them both in it and they would be out cold. Yeah. So, you know, I just motored around town because I'm like, all right, but I wanted to get out too. Cause you know, you feel a little isolated in the so beginning.
1: insane, Especially having a baby in 2020. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to lose my mind, but oh, um, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> Yeah. So just finding all that because it, it it just goes hand in hand. It's like I know that like I get so frustrated and overwhelmed being a mom and doing all this kind of stuff. But then it's like, so you don't want to do anything, right? When I get free right. time, I just want to do nothing. But I know that if I go for a walk or I go to the gym, I feel so much better. But it's that it's that little five second decision making time of like, am I gonna to go to the gym or to sit here? Yeah. Nap, gym, nap,
2: gym. I know, yeah. but when you get those positive endorphins flowing, you get that that refresh, you know, that, that energy that you get. And it just, I think it makes you a better mom. You feel better. I think you're able to deal with them when they really start to drive you crazy, which they do even still at the ages mine are at. So. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay. I'm just gonna go work out, and then I'm just gonna think about it for a little while. And I'll
0: deal with you. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, but I think it. You know, it's the trade off is worth the payoff because it's like that you. And again, all these like, especially in the fitness, they always say like you. You know, you never regret a workout because after you do, you just feel physically better, even when you're in a funk, like a state that you're just like, uh, yeah. Get, getting up and changing your your state. You know, you're moving that energy out of you. So that's like the change of your emotions. And so like just getting up and telling yourself, okay, it's five minutes. It takes to get to the gym or 10 minutes, however far they live for, if you have a gym in your home, it's just that, that push to get up and make that decision to get going. But you can also convince yourself having those arguments inside your head and you spend like 10 minutes arguing with yourself and you could have already been there or done the thing or started it or something. But yeah, it's uh, I think it's, you know, once you kind of make that shift, things to start becoming more easy because it opens your your eyes and like changing your perspective as to how you start, you know, your approach to a lot of things in life. So, you know, we tend to take our bodies and ourselves for granted where if we gave ourselves that love and attention and cared for us, just think of how much better other relationships and your work or just the dynamics in life are so much better. They translate because of how you care for yourself.
2: Absolutely. And you know, I just another note too, for women that are listening, strength training is key. you got to do strength training mm-hmm. because the more muscle that you can build, and I don't mean become a man or become a bodybuilder. Everybody gets, you know, women get very nervous about that. I don't want to be bulky. I'm like, it says it's impossible.
1: Yeah. Unless right. you're
2: taking, you know, testosterone or growth hormone or something, but you know, you're not going to, you're not just not going to get there, but muscle, as you know, is so metabolically active so that, eating a good diet and having some muscle and working the muscle you're burning calories even at rest so when you do take those moments and you're like i'm just gonna sit on my ass today because i just deserve it Mm -hmm. you're still burning calories i know when i take rest days i still get hungry like clockwork as if it was a day when i was in the gym i still have to eat the same way because Mm -hmm. i get hungry because your body's you know your muscle is just working all the time fat just sits there muscle is actually working all the time so Just strength train is like key, plus all the other benefits, bone density, building bone mass, keeping your muscles strong. So when we get older, 60, 70, 80, you know, I don't want to walk with a walker on. I want to be able to, well, I want to be able to move on my own. I don't want, I don't need someone helping me and having to do all those things. So that's, that's really key. So.
0: Right. Yeah. And I, and you know, all those myths and beliefs and stuff. And it's like, you know, when we think of it, it's like, we're, we let those fears get in the way. And that, you know, technically, if you look at a man who's working out at the gym, he's working out to get bigger. So it's not like it's going to happen overnight, but, you know, ideally women are like, oh, I just want to be, you know, toned. And it's like, okay, that there's no such thing as toned, but the concept of it is is the definition that you get from Working your muscles and strengthening them. And so we, we as women cannot fear that because if we're thinking we have to be those cardio bunnies and just always on the go with the machines, well, you're not going to get that look that you actually desire because there's no strength in training in, in cardio. Right. So it's like we have to pick up the weights. We have to do the things that we've been like fearing and you know, just muster through it for the short term because the long term is the payoff. That's that's the win. That's what you're really after. And I think ultimately most women are after like freedom, freedom from within to feel like they can live their best, most confident life and, and do all the things well because they feel well enough to do all the things.
2: Absolutely. And I mean, we all notice when you see someone who you know is maybe over 60 or 70 and they're in great shape, it's like, well, wow. like you know, you know what I mean? You notice someone that's older, that's in great shape. They catch your eye. So it's, you know, it's important. Right. It's important to take care of your body as we age, just because we want to, you look younger, you know, your cells regenerate faster. You know, you have great muscle mass, you burn calories better. You're more energetic. You're happier. You sleep. I mean, there's the benefits right. go on and on and on. And there's, you know, there's no magic bullet. You, just, you have to do the work and it's got to be a little painful. You know, it should be uncomfortable. You should be sore. It's, yeah. just, it's just how it goes, but that's what rest days are for.
0: Right. Just like lifting yeah. weights. I mean, you got to challenge yourself. It's going to be stressful and painful because you're pushing beyond a comfort zone. Otherwise you're just, just kind of walking throughout your day and walking's not any, there's no resistance there, but yeah, yeah. I mean, everything is met with resistance. And so you just keep pushing forward because that's where the ultimate strength and fortitude come from but this is uh this has definitely been insightful. And I love that Aaron brought in some of the myths and, yeah. and, and, uh, you know, Linda and I kind of just sharing a little bit of our background story and how we, you know, we were those women that are sitting on the fence. Like, do we do it or do we not? <laughs> we're telling you to take the leap. It's worth it. It's so worth it. But how can our, our listeners find out more about you and, you know, working with you, following along, seeing your testimonies because you, your work is incredible. And I've been following Thank you for you. quite some time. And and uh, she's a true testament. Those listening, she's a true testament. If you see her right now, she looks like she can probably step on stage. She's, she lives the part and it's just been incredible. So how, how can people find out more about your, your uh, you know, social media, your website, all the goods?
2: Uh, website's pretty easy. It's Linda M. Stevens and Stevens is with a PH. So Linda M. stevens.com. And then my Instagram is probably the other easiest way. It's Linda Stevens, IFBB Pro. But if you just type in Linda Stevens, it should pop up. So. Awesome.
0: But for those listening who are like, well, what is IFBB Pro? Let's let's talk about that just real briefly so people are like, I don't know. What yeah, you means. bet.
2: So I competed as an amateur figure competitor in the NPC, which is the National Physique Committee, which is the amateur division of the International Federation of Bodybuilding, which is IFBB. So if you open any magazine or you look at Jay Cutler or Mr. Olympia, Ms. Olympia, any of those, they're all IFBB Pro. So it's just an organization mm-hmm. of people that compete and go from that one or Earn pro status,
0: right? And so that just, uh, you know, adds to your accreditation that you know you walk the walk and you talk the talk, and you are an example of what is to come from working with you. So I just want to thank you for being our guest today, and of course, we're going to include all of that in the show notes. So awesome! All right, well, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Have a great day, and I appreciate it. Absolutely, thank you. Hey, it's Aaron and Rachel. If
1: you love what you're hearing, and I know you are, be sure to subscribe, like, and review the Confident Woman podcast. We appreciate you listening. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. Um, For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.